Are you tired of draining your ad spend budget and still not landing in front of your ideal clients? Did you know the amount of podcasts have more than tripled in the past three years? And podcast advertising is helping more people get in front of their ideal customers. Visit my website, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com to schedule a quick chat with me to see if your business qualifies to advertise on our show. Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing The Beautifully Confident Show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to have you here. On our show, we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence, and we hear from incredible experts who have overcome challenges and risen to be the beautifully confident women they are today. We know that confidence isn't always easy and that life can throw us curveballs that shake our sense of self. But by sharing our stories and the steps we took to elevate ourselves, we hope to inspire and empower our listeners to embrace their own unique beauty and cultivate unshakable confidence. So sit back, relax, and get ready to feel beautifully confident. I am so excited today for my guest. And for my 50th episode, this is super exciting because I have my mentor, coach, and fabulous friend of over 20 years, Cami Lehman here. Welcome, Cami. Oh my gosh, I'm having a pinch me moment. Congratulations. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, let me share a little bit about Cami because as our female entrepreneurs are listening, you are going to want to listen to Cami's turning points, her story, and how to start elevating your business and ways to do that. So let me share a little bit about her. Cami Lehman is a speaker, coach, leader, visionary, business strategist, and certified career coach. Cami left her job in corporate America 28 years ago to be a work-from-home mom. This is where her entrepreneurship journey began. On March 2nd, 2020, Cami launched a top-rated podcast on iTunes called She's Invincible, which ranked at an all-time high of number 42 in the business entrepreneurship category. She has since helped many others launch their own top podcasts, like this one. She is passionate about helping women discover their greatness, increase their worth, and expand their vision. Cami is the owner of Cami Lehman Coaching and Consulting. Cami launched the She's Invincible Podcast School in March 2022, where she teaches other entrepreneurs how to launch their own top podcasts and monetize their businesses through them. In March 2023, Cami launched her TV show, She's Invincible, on Phoenix TV, which is currently streaming in over 100 countries and reaching more than 20 million viewers. And her book, Invincible You, is coming soon. So we will watch for that. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow. So many, so many things going on with you, Cami. That's um, all amazing. And I'm so happy to be part of it, which is why I wanted to feature you on our 50th episode. Oh, this is such an honor. And there's a whole, I'm listening to you and I'm like, there's a whole lot of Invincible going on right now. Isn't there in that bio? Yeah, absolutely. It's hard (laughs) to believe that just a few years ago, I was just doing my thing. (laughs) well let's let's hear about what that thing was so tell us a little bit about you in your own words and what brought you to this point in your life yeah so I never thought I would be in this point of my life I never I never even dreamed of this um when I was young I wanted to be a nurse uh and then I was a teenage mom so I kind of traded the nurse uh job as the mom job and and went a different path so I did what most teenage moms do got a job in corporate America finished school and uh, went on to work and so I did that for many years uh, never looking back When I had my second child, I wanted to stay home. I was a little older then. Uh, I wanted to stay home with my kids and work from home. I searched for the perfect job, right? Where you could Mm. stay home with your kids and work when you want and just work your schedule around that and get your, you know, what's important in order and balanced. And so I did that for many, many years in direct sales. And that was an amazing, fun journey. And I think everything I know today, I learned on that direct sales journey, which of course is where I met you. I can't believe it's 20 years already. That's Uh insane. So I guess about five or six years ago, that's when things started to change for me. I was in a a worldwide networking group for women, and I found that they were coming to me as an expert and asking me for coaching on the side, like in the corner on the side, like in a restaurant, like, hey, my company just announced this trip I can win. You know, can you help me with the strategy? And I would give them like 15 minutes in the corner. And then like a few months later, they'd be tagging me and they're on this cruise ship and they won and they're thanking me for that they achieved it. And I was like, oh, what is going on? Year. Like I should be on that boat. And so as happy as I was to help and support them, I realized that there were women outside of my organization that I could help and I could teach and influence. And so I decided to start my own coaching company. And that's really where it all began. Um, I decided to do it, but you know, you can't just hang an open sign on the door and people don't come and knock your door down. Yeah. And so absolutely. Yeah, like that doesn't work. Uh, It didn't work then. It still doesn't work today. And so I was trying to think of ways that I could promote my business and and attract my ideal target audience. And so what was happening then around 2019 was webinars were a big thing. Everybody was recording these automated webinars and they would go to bed and they would play and they'd wake up and people would buy their products and their programs while they were sleeping. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want a webinar. So I went to webinar school like any smart girl would do. And I hated it. I was like, <laughs> get me out of here. I didn't want to be in that school. I It was just hard for me. I'm not a great writer. And so I found this to be very difficult. But my webinar teacher was really smart. And she said, I remember when we first talked that you said you might want to have a podcast one day. And she said the school she went to was having another class and she didn't know how many more they were having. And so she thought, since I wanted to do that, that I should. I was like, what? You mean leave this class I hate so much (laughs) and quit? And she said, yes, I think you should do it. And when you come back, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'll be so much better and it'll be easier for you. And I, that's it. I was, that's all I need to hear. I ran off to podcast school and Kelly Buckley, that's the end of the story. <laughs> uh, and, and then it's the beginning of the new story. I loved podcast school. It was so fun. It was exhilarating. I'm obsessed with launching. It was the hardest 30 days of my life. And remember I said I was a teenage mom. It was the hardest 30 days of my life, but it was the most rewarding. And I actually felt so accomplished. Like, look what I did. I was able to achieve this. And that's where it started. I launched my podcast. It was in the top ranks. I went on to continue to help other entrepreneurs launch their own podcasts. I did podcast coaching, launch coaching for like, I guess a year. And then the the school changer model, and I wasn't doing any coaching for them anymore. And I was bored and I was sad. And I was I just was like ready to lay down and give it all up. I was just, I didn't know what was wrong. I totally fizzled out. And my coach, here's here's an operative word here. My coach said, what is going on with you? Let's talk about when you were feeling your most powerful. And we went back and traced it back to podcast launching. And she said, you know what you need to do? And I was like, no, but I promised myself that I was going to pay her a lot of money and I was going to listen to her and do whatever she said, no matter how I felt, right? There's the key. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, as much as I resisted it, I remember that promise you made, you you were going to do what she said. So I did. I launched a podcast school and it has been so much fun helping other entrepreneurs to uh, launch top podcasts, which they all rank in the top and to teach them how to monetize their business and and attract their ideal target audience through that vehicle. And so that's what I've been doing. Oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. And when you get back to that webinar school. (laughs) Well, that's the funniest thing most people say. So what happened at the webinar school? I I don't know. But but that teacher was my very first interview on my podcast. And I, I was able to thank her for releasing me from that commitment because I'm really tough on myself and I probably wouldn't have quit. Uh, but she released me in a very positive way to say, I think this is going to be better for you and left the door open. Like you can come back, but I found podcasting was so much better than webinars. I would never want to go back now, but I still adore her. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned that though, is I think sometimes when we sign up with a coach or sign up in a program and it's not the best fit, we kind of beat ourselves up over it. Um, but I think with each one, we we take a lesson away and we do we learn things from them of what we like, maybe what we don't like, even taking forward into our own businesses. And I that, love that. It's true. Yeah. 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 So true. And I love this. The, I think the part where we have to call it out is that you want to work with great leaders. She was a great leader in a sense of she knew this wasn't what I needed at the time. And she released me and encouraged me to go pursue what she knew I needed. And I think sometimes we get our egos get in the way and we hold on to people and keep them in a place that's not really the right place for them because we lack leadership. So I think when you're looking for coaches, that the one thing you want to make sure is that they are a great leader, because even no matter what that part shows up, you're always going to be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, that honesty when we're working with someone of recognizing, hmm, 
hmm, maybe this isn't the best fit for you. A hundred percent. Yes, yes. And you know, you have to appreciate that because not everyone has the courage to do that, but great leaders do. Absolutely. Which brings us to the thought of great leaders also have great confidence. They have great self-confidence, which also shows up in their outward beauty, beautifully confident. So it's it's just something that has spoken to me for my whole career. Um, so in in looking at that, for you, where was a point in your life that your confidence was shaken, that you realized, oh my gosh, I, this isn't where I belong. And, you know, some of the feelings around it. Oh my gosh, I remember it. So like it happened yesterday. So I mentioned I was in this direct sales company. I had done that for 28 years. And uh, on that journey, I earned 15 free cars. And that was amazing and, and so much fun. One of the cars that I earned was the famous pink Cadillac, which was such a trophy uh, of achievement. You know, I wasn't so much into like, the tangible part of that, but it was the achievement like, wow, me and my team, right? So I was leading a team and, and that was earned through that team. And I was so proud of that. And I, I drove that car so with such pride and honor that it represented the team that I was leading. And then my grand, my first grandchild was born. So I was selling my house. I was moving from New Jersey to Pennsylvania. Uh, we were up, upsizing, uh, having our first grandchild. And she was born the day we moved and they were taking the last box off the truck and they called and said, she's here. I had been on the phone with them all night long. So I stayed up the whole night, uh, just, to, you know, back and forth. And then the last box comes off the truck. Now I'm officially a resident of Pennsylvania and she's here. Well, she came and totally changed my world. And all the things that I valued about work and achievement and all of that went right out the window. I don't know if this ever happened to anyone else, but I finally, like, when it was time to earn the next car, I like really looked at the accomplishment and the pride that I felt in leading the team. But at the same time, I wasn't wanting to make a commitment to continue to work at that level. I really wanted to shuffle my values. And my values were being able to spend as much time as, with that baby as I could. Uh, and just being real with myself. It wasn't like a cop out. It was this is where you want to spend your time. And if you do something else, you're going to resent that. And so I chose not to work to requalify for that car. Um, but I earned so many more beautiful free cars. <laughs> I think yeah. if they're free, they're for me, uh, you know, on that journey. And, but that was a really, um, it was a little bit shaky because, you know, with that achievement came like lots of um, recognition and, you know, you're up in this higher level. Now, all of a sudden you're not, and your team's not. And, you know, so there was a lot of that kind of thing. So in, there was a way that I kind of was shaken and felt like, did I let my team down? Um, but then I kept realizing, like, I did this, made this decision so that I could live the life of my dreams. So I needed to like stay focused, even though that was hard. Um, and then it got even crazier <laughs> because then I was like, 
in my mid fifties and I was fizzling out again, right? This is the pattern here, you see. <laughs> and I was starting to fizzle out and I was thinking like, I should do something different. This isn't feeling so fulfilling anymore. And I was thinking things, thoughts, crazy thoughts, like, you know, who am I to like take a turn or shift or as you say, turning points? Um, who am I to to have this plot twist at my age? And it was, I, I remember like it was yesterday sitting in my family room on the leather couch and I had my grandmother's medical books out. And she was a nurse and I didn't know that uh, when she was alive. I didn't know that. I found out later when I came across her books. And so as I flipped through the pages of those books, I real I saw like back then you took your exams in the book and they graded them there and they dated them. And I did the math and I realized that it my grandmother was in her 50s when she went to nursing school. She she had my dad. And she raised him until he left and went in the military. And by the time she turned 50 something, he was gone and in the military. And that's when she pursued her dream to be a nurse. And it was like she came down from the heavens and gave me permission to make the move, to 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 say to me, you know, like, who are you not to make that change at 50? Like, you yeah. need to live your life the way you want to live it. And that was such a turning point for me. And I think that was the beginning of the rest of the story of my life so far. Wow. was yes. It was so weird. Ugh. So weird. Well, there were wow. quite a few things you said in there is identifying those, those turning points. Because I think so often as women, we don't stop to identify them. We just keep pivoting and doing the next thing and finding the next thing and never stopping to acknowledge, okay, it's all right that I take a turn here and that I claim another another spot in in life and what I can how I can impact people exactly and how, and how we can honor our own values the other thing you said because I just had an interview with uh Becca Pierce about this as well um on an, another another episode talking about how so often we as women attach to our achievements and that's who we are and we stay attached to it for way past its season and it takes such a toll on us. So I commend you for realizing mm, this isn't where my values are and it doesn't mean that you're you're less of a person or less of an accomplished woman, a female entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you. And you know, that was another part that I struggled with was that in this direct sales organization, I had been telling women for 20 something years that this was the best opportunity of the land. And like, and so in my integrity, I'm thinking, how do I make this change? And how do I go back and tell them it's not right? Uh, and it isn't that it wasn't. The truth is, it wasn't for me at that point in my life. And I, I think as soon as I said, separated myself from the story, I was able to see that, to say, hey, it is still the best opportunity in the land if that's the kind of opportunity you're looking for. But I was looking to go in a different direction and you couldn't have said it better. Like the way I wanted to make a bigger impact and I knew I couldn't do that 
playing where I was and that I was going to have to take a bold leap in order to up level and to have that bigger reach and that bigger impact. But it's hard. Like I make it look good and sound easy. It was so hard and I struggled with it and it was very difficult to tell my people and it was, it was very hard, but I did it and I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. So yes. So listeners, it is okay to make a pivot and find something else in life. Um, and I do, I love that you said that. Um, and you look around at, there's so many careers and so many opportunities. So just because one doesn't fit for you, doesn't mean it doesn't fit for somebody else. We, we can't all do the same thing. This is a big world. <laughs> it's true. And we're we're forever evolving, right? So again, what works for you today may not be the thing that works for you tomorrow because we outgrow dreams. We outgrow purpose. We outgrow passions. We outgrow a lot of things. And we, I think that the people that are the most resilient in that, when that happens are the ones who are able to move and make those shifts and, and really acknowledge the turning points and go with it. Right. And trust that. Yes. And I think even if we're not acknowledging them at the time, sometimes it's okay to go back and look at them and say, Oh, this is why I am where I am. And now I'm going to make a pivot. And I, that is, it just, the more I talk to women about that, the more it's it's on my heart to continue working with women and coaching women past those turning points and acknowledging this is why I have these thoughts and this new thought can be replaced with that. A hundred percent. The gifts are in the reflection, right? So many things we don't see in the middle of it. But when we look back, we're like, oh my gosh, I should have seen that. But don't beat yourself up. Just see it as soon as you can and make your moves. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that, Cami. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear what you're doing now to help uh, female entrepreneurs elevate and, and move up in their businesses as well as what it means to be beautifully confident to you. We'll be right back. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. And we're back. Oh, Cammy. So after all of those stories, and I know I can speak for your fabulous podcast school. It, it was an amazing experience. Um, it was a, a fast and furious experience of a lot of self-reflection. So I'm glad we, we did talk about that because it was. Um, so I, I know that it's it's something that is is helping other female entrepreneurs. And so can you share with us um, where our listeners can find you? And if you're driving, don't worry, they're going to be in the show notes, as well as 
how it all works and and what you're doing with with your school right now. Yes. Yeah, so you can find me at my website at camilehman.com. Uh, everything is there, the podcast, the TV, everything I do. Um, and then the second question was, what am I doing now? So, yeah. So what do you do through your, your podcast school? Um, you know, what can, so if, if a woman wants to work with you, what can she be looking for to do? Yeah, so what we do at She's Invincible Podcast School is we teach entrepreneurs how to launch a top podcast and how to use it to monetize their business, whether it's the current business they have today or the business they don't even know they want to start yet. We've seen that happen too, where we've launched a podcast and then we launched a business uh, right following it. And that's the most fun too. But if you have an established business already, this is the number one uh, preferred way of marketing and advertising in 2023. So podcasting is the number one preferred way to attract your ideal target clients, audience uh, with messaging and bring them into your community. And so that's what we're doing. So we have a 30 day, as you said, it's quick, it's fast. It's like drinking from the fire hose, but it is amazing. And it transforms people's lives. And I think you probably could just could share a little bit on that too. But uh, we take you from entrepreneur to podcast host, we teach you everything you need to know in between you launch a top podcast, it's 30 intense days. And then uh, after that, we have a secondary program for anyone who chooses to join us for that. That is our 2.0, where we take our alumni from the podcast school. We give them a break. We give them a little breather for a few weeks, and then we start 2.0. And 2.0 is a six-month program where we work together to grow your podcast, grow your community, get better at all the skills that you learned during that quick 30 days, and really help you expand and have more visibility and discoverability. And you're seeing that right now, right? So you're an alumni of both. And um, our students are coming out in the top uh, on iTunes, but then after they go through 2.0 right now, I mean, I could just brag all day about all of you, but uh, they're all in the 0.5, of all podcasts in the world. And I'm so excited for everyone who's done that. Oh, wow. Yes. And it, yeah. So the thing I loved most about the podcast school was honestly the self-discovery of the the doors that were opened through just launching the podcast. And I have so enjoyed the guests that I, I talked to because just listening to other women's stories, I just think is amazing and helps other other women realize Oh my gosh, I'm going through that too. Or I did go through that and I'm I'm not alone. So, you know, it just I think it helps with solutions and um a kind of a deep dive into our own lives. So it's it was it's been an amazing journey and it continues to be an amazing journey. Isn't that fun? And you know, when I think about you and I see like the transformation that you've had. 
I can honestly say that you have an entire new group of friends and business associates and connections that are, you never knew them before. And I have seen you step into this new place as an expert and as a coach. I mean, you are just amazing at what you're doing and you are also creating this huge transformation in women's lives through Beautifully Confident. And I'm just so excited for you. This is just the beginning. Like you're still in year one, you know, there's, uh, yeah, like, can you even imagine how much bigger this gets and how much more impact you can make? It's unbelievable. And I'm just so excited for you that you were able to be a part of it, but more so that I was able to be a part of your journey. That is such an honor for me. Absolutely. Thank you. So as our our expert in the podcast industry, Cami, <laughs> I would, so a big buzz that I keep hearing, um, because yes, I, my, uh, oh, my network has expanded so much to more of a global network. And so a big buzz that is around right now is how um, guesting on a podcast can really help with with our businesses. So can you speak to why would an entrepreneur want to be a guest on a podcast? Um, some tips about what podcasts they could look for and just some tips around being a guest on a on a podcast. Oh, I would love to. That's so, I, I just enjoy talking about that so much and helping other people be a part of this big podcast world that we're in today. Uh, first of all, I mentioned that um, podcasting is the number one preferred method of advertising and marketing right now. Um, the second thing is that you become elevated to an expert when someone hears you on a podcast. It happens when you write a book. It's like instant. And it happens when you're on a podcast because People are interviewing experts. And so if you've been chosen to be on a show, that is moving you up to the expert. The, the gift of this podcast guesting. So we have podcast hosts and that is a whole different ballpark, but a lot of the same benefits. But the gift of guesting is that you're now being interviewed on a show where a host has already built a community and they're literally taking you and dropping you into their community that's already been built. So if you're a host, then your job is to build the community, but as the guest, you get to enjoy the fruits of those labors. So the, the biggest thing I would say that people are not getting on the mark yet is that you're not on the right podcast. You see, there's an art to this. You need to be on the right show, with the right message, in front of the right people, at the right time. This is really important. And every time you show up on the wrong show, that waters down your message. So the most important thing is to make sure that when you're looking at shows that you want to be on, that you look for the ideal target audience and the followers that are following that show. And you can do that through social media. Most shows have a social media channel. And so you can go in and see who the, who the followers are, you know, what their businesses are, and you can qualify them that way. You can also really look into their profile and see exactly who they serve. In most profiles, it says who they serve. Is that your target audience? Is that who you serve? That's how you want to choose your shows. 
shows. So you you can do it through genre. So if you are in business and you have like a business um, topic that you want to talk about, then you would want to go to the business podcast. If you're in marketing, business has marketing podcasts as a subcategory or entrepreneurship. So if that's your message and that's who you're looking to talk to, then you would want to search for shows that fall into those categories. Another great way is look at some of your friends or competitors that do the same thing you do and see what shows they're on and then go apply for those shows because they've already screened and vetted them. So you know if they do the same thing you do, then that would be a good fit for you. So that's like the really easy way. But, you know, that's the most important thing is who the followers are. You don't want to create competition. So you don't want to be on a show that's from somebody that does the same exact thing you do. Like it wouldn't make sense for me to go on a show with a host who owns a podcast school because that creates competition. Now we're both trying to be elevated as the expert and the the followers are confused. They say, well, which one? They both sound really good. Which one should I go with? So you don't want to create competition. You want to collaborate. So those are the important things. Uh, The other thing for guesting is you need to have a one sheet like this. I'm going to give you the tips of the best guest you can show up as to get the best result. So you want to have a one sheet. The one sheet is just a, a professional picture of you, not with your puppy. That's all cute, but that's not it. It shouldn't be with your kids. You should not have sunglasses on that. We need to see your face, your eyes, your expression, Uh, but it should have a one sheet. It should have a very short bio a professional photo. If you're an author, it should have a picture of the cover of your books at the bottom, all your social links, and it should also include three to five topics that you're an expert on that you could speak on for 15 or 20 minutes on a podcast. So those are the most important things. And if you're a new podcast guest, it helps sometimes to have lead-in questions where you might have one lead-in question for each of the topics that you offer so that the host knows how to get started and you feel comfortable knowing what those first questions might be. So one sheet, so important. Once you find the shows you want to be on, you can submit your one sheet with a cover letter, just letting them know what kind of value you're going to bring to the show. If you have a freebie that you want to offer their audience, hosts love freebies, right? Because they can give things to other people. That's so important. Um, when you get to the show, right, you want to be very prepared, uh, very professional, very well-spoken, um, and you want to tell your story. Just like you asked me, Kelly, like, tell me how this all started, right? Like that five-minute story that really paints a picture and shows people like where your credibility lies, like what have you done What have you experienced? People want to work with people who understand, who have seen and been through the obstacles and know what you're facing and how to get yourself out of them. So you want to tell your story and it needs to be authentic. Now, that doesn't mean overshare, (laughs) right? I said authentic. (laughs) So how can you be authentic without oversharing? So you want to brief people um, and give them the necessary details 
And I think if you wrote your story, you could say, this isn't necessary. This isn't necessary, but they really need to know this about me. And that's really the way to do it. Write it and narrow it down. And so tell your story, share your expert zone of genius. I say this all the time. You can be a great leader, but great leaders know how to lead and they know how to follow and they know when to kick in, which one. And as a guest, even if you're a leader, you need to be a follower because you need to let that host lead you to the places where they know their audience wants to go. And that's really like one of the tricks of being the host is uh, being able to predict where you want to go, where, where the people want to hear. And then the last part of that is a good, strong call to action. So you want to give them a call to action, whether it's through a freebie or a quiz or a free chapter, or a download of your book, or, you know, go to my website. I, th those are my favorite ones because then you can use a funnel and you can capture email addresses and you can nurture that community as it grows. So, but you want to have a really strong call to action and it shouldn't be like, check out this or check out that, or maybe you want to see this. It should be one thing, one place, go here. People are busy. They're not going to remember. And a confused mind does nothing. So great call to action. And then the last part, and this is the part I think a lot of guests, if ever there's like the weakest link, I'm going to say this is the weakest link is when the show goes out live and the host sends out all the all the marketing graphics, you need to be in following in all the communities where that host is. You need to be posting those professional graphics and audio and videograms. You need to be tagging the host, sharing it everywhere with your communities. Too many times I see people, this is where it falls. And what good is it if you're trying to elevate yourself as an expert and then you're not showing everyone that this, this conversation you had where you were actually an expert. And so this gives you more credibility and it really proves who you are, what you do, and, and what you're capable of, and how you can help others in the area that they need help. So again, I can't say that enough, is that that's the weakest link right there. And as a guest, you should be, I mean, we have a few we could call out, right? That are really, really good at this. And some of them, we never hear a thing. They're not even in the community. We don't, tag, you know, you try to tag them, you can't. Um, but you want to make sure you get all that done because it is amazing. Uh, and there's an SEO to podcasting. So if you're on a show with a great host and somebody Googles that host, that episode you're on with them is going to come up on that Google search. Everywhere you go, that's going to show up. The hashtags will show up. They're all searchable and you want to drive people to it and you want to build that SEO and that is going to elevate you as an expert in your zone of genius. Ah. Thank you for that. And uh, oh my gosh, yes, it is so important as the guest to do, to get your episode out there. It's your episode. <laughs> yes. So I, I love that. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's the part, it's why you do it. But I think sometimes 
people are shy away from social media or they say things like, well, I don't want to brag, right? Or they're afraid, like they don't want to be too boasty. Oh my gosh, this is your opportunity to, to be the expert that you're dreaming of and working so hard for. And there's nothing easier than just putting a couple professional posts out there and sharing it with your community. And the host is sharing you with theirs. I mean, this is a win-win situation and it's a beautiful way to collaborate. Absolutely. And I love that, the collaboration as opposed to competition. So when we're finding our ideal guests and guest host matchup, we are collaborating. We're not we're not competing. We're complementing each other. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh. And then my last question, what does it mean to you to be beautifully confident? Oh, this is such a good question. I, You know, and I actually really thought about this because I could answer this in so many ways, but I'm going to take you back to my direct sales days. And when I was in direct sales, I was actually really shy. I still kind of am. And, and when I'm outside of my, my community, um, and I remember hosting parties or being a speaker at an event. And I remember like going in the bathroom and being like, oh God, I, I hope they like me, like make them like me. And like, I always felt like that. Like I wanted them to like me and I wanted them to receive what I was offering. And I think that I shifted uh, probably in the last five years. And I don't think that anymore. Now that I've met so many people and I have such a huge community, my prayer is always, I hope I like them, like bring me people that I like, that I want to be around. So it's not so much me wanting them to like me, but it's me wanting to like them, to bring me those people that I can collaborate with, connect with, maybe even do business with or help and support along their journey and make an impact in their world. But I'm always hoping that I like them. Oh. Oh, you found your confidence and it's showing up in your beauty. <laughs> oh, well, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Oh, well, Cami, I thank you so much for being here. And please, listeners, check out Cami's shows as well. She's Invincible, um, both on Apple and Phoenix TV. So you can check out her TV show and podcast as well and hear some amazing stories as well. Do you have any last words for our listeners? You know, I thought of something that I probably should add, and that is the new program that I'm doing this one time for summer. So I'm doing a program called Summer School. I get a lot of podcast hosts that come to me and say, that's really great that you're launching all these top podcasts, but what can you help me with? Because I already have a show and I never have had like a long-term program. So I finally decided this summer that I was going to do a 12-week program called Summer School. And it's for all the podcasters out there who want to get better at their skill, who want to reach more people, grow their show, and become more visible and discoverable. And so it's 12 weeks only, starts on July 5th. And so you can reach out to me on my website uh, if this fits you and something that we can help you with that she's invincible, we would love to. So that's it, you guys. Oh, I pray for all of you to just to today to raise your confidence, just one level. So if you're at a six, 
get to seven, you guys. If you're in a three, just get to four. Like we're always wishing that we were more confident, but confidence comes in action. So get into action and do what you love and you will become more confident. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cammie, for sharing all of that. We appreciate it. Thank you and happy 50th episode to you and to Beautifully Confident. I cannot believe that 50 episodes have gone through so far. I'm so, so excited for you. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us as we explored that powerful connection between beauty and confidence. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information on how you can connect with us and continue your journey towards self-love and empowerment. And until next time, stay beautifully confident. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.